Hey guys, it's the first recording of 2022 and happy, happy new year. And I am here to tell you a few tips, a few secrets on how to create really interesting content for your clients. It is influenced by a conversation I had this morning. I wasn't going to make a weekend update. And part of the reason was I kept getting disturbed, distracted from the doings of the holidays. And uh, so I was going to let it go. It was going to be on goals and processes and all that stuff. And, and, and we'll get into that, but not as in depth. And we're going to create, find out how to deal with keywords, right? Because as long as there's been the talk of, of search engines and Google and Yahoo before that, InfoSeek, I go back to the 90s, okay? I like to joke that my competitors were in diapers when I started on this venture, which means I'm really, really old. Um, <laughs> so actually, I had a conversation a little earlier. And what happened was my client asked me about how to embed into the new, um, it's not that new, but the new editor in WordPress, which I hate, he hates. So I didn't even make him uh, really have to suffer. I just had a classic plugin installed so that it would bypass the the new thing in Gutenberg, I think it's called in WordPress. And uh, it was a nice workaround, but it's conflicting with other plugins. It's conflicting with the theme. Uh, and it's just a bad idea going forward. So we're having to learn this. So he's asking me, what do I do to embed an iframe? And specifically, he didn't use the word iframe because that technical word will blow a lot of people out. It, it's a map. Right. And I said, hey, put a map into uh, this post and it, it can help. It just adds Google authority into your post. And oh, by the way, like I said a million times, Google loves itself. So why not put Google in there like a map, like a YouTube video? One of the reasons I'm uh, doing videos more often than just uh, normally. I've even done podcasts, the, the Togoch Tim podcast, just talking into my cell phone and, and the audio. And uh, and I stopped doing that. Um, I, I still might do it, but I stopped doing that because with video, I'm intending to do some cut-ups, right? So with video, I, I go down. Before I went the audio, syndicated out i'm all over you know all the major podcasts now and and whatnot so why would i do that well you might listen to it or somebody new might listen to the podcast and call me up because they're my phone numbers on all the all the descriptions guess what also is though because in the name of optimization because i do seo search engine optimization some people call it hacking these days right that's the big word we i body hacked <laughs> um it's just not getting stuck because you can't be in so many places but what i'm i, I taught my my consult today was what i've decided to do instead of going mp3 and then a lot of the times i would create um uh, videos from the mp3 but there was no 
there's no me, there's no real, uh, even a screen share or whatever. So I thought, well, why don't I go video for the people that really want to see me uh, or see video more specifically? I could do more, uh, more consistent, um, and I'll get start getting into the uh, more into the YouTube stuff. Um, but eventually, and I've already started doing this, also putting it into other stuff putting the videos into rumble which is the second largest uh video host there is um uh, at least i heard that i i haven't fact checked it but that's what they say anyway um and then other vimeo right etc that will go into my process i did a video on processes right that goes into the distribution what else is going to happen? I'm going to cut these up. I'll have little great little snippets. Like when I inter interviewed Hugh Jackson, he had some, some beautiful things in there that, you know, I could take a snippet of it one minute or so, 30 seconds or so. And I've got, uh, I've got a YouTube short because it's under one minute. I've got a normal video or a reel on Instagram. I've got, uh, I think I have up to three minutes. Um, I've just started playing with TikTok. TikTok supposedly is bigger than Google now. Uh, that really hurts my brain, but it, it's something to start, you know, paying attention to. Um, and I, I, I don't give it a thumbs up or thumbs down, but uh, at the very least, it, it, it could cause traffic to come to different places. It could cause uh, pass on linkage. I don't know. Um, I will tell you this. One of the things that I'm going to be putting out pretty soon um, is probably going to be called the Great Exodus. And, and you know, not to get political. If, if you want politics, come to my Facebook uh, personal page, which and, and some of the Instagram. And I, I talk a lot about politics and I'll get, I deep dive into different things. On this, though, is understand as of whether you agree with it or not, let's not go there. In January of 21, so a year ago, uh, we got a new president. And a lot of people on the right disagreed. A lot of people on the right disagreed through social media. A lot of people on the right got shadow banned or completely banned or in jail. Jail is like a normal thing for some people or actually kicked out. The guy who actually invented the what I call the Fauci, the uh, he has been kicked off of Twitter. Uh, so the first big guy to get kicked off of Twitter was the actual president of the United States. Um, and then a bunch of other people who, again, are on the right. So there's a ma major exodus. Joe Rogan. Uh, was so appalled by uh, the inventor of the Fauci, um, uh, the Fauch, ouch, pinch, um, who ha is very critical of how things have been handled over the last couple of years. He moved together. Well, okay, I get it. You, you, you want to have a voice, where are you going to put it? Again, I'm into optimization. And so I'm going to put a put together a, a 
a, a report that gives, okay, do you want to go to Gitter? You know, at the beginning of the year, a lot of people were looking for places. And, uh, you know, Parlor was like a, a big deal. Uh, uh, Gitter Get, yeah, wasn't around. Um, Parlor, uh, Gab was one of the originals where the righties uh, went to. Um, that's all fine. Okay. But why go to social? If you're a business person, right? if you're a business person, I don't want to just go onto something like Facebook unless I have conversations from a, from a social media standpoint, from a social standpoint, that's gone. There's very little conversation going on because you're in a bubble. They, they have put you and me and every, we hear what we want to hear just like on this station. Right. We're going to get what we want to hear. We train. We train the monkey that is Google, that is YouTube. We train these algorithms. You can train the monkey uh, in Instagram. Right. How, how, how do you get more of the same? There's a little uh, uh, like ribbon at the bottom. So you like a, a type of of post and you save it. And uh, those couple things will train over time for Instagram to, to actually, uh, let me turn this off. I'm so sorry. Uh, don't know why I didn't think of that. Um, Instagram will, will start showing you, especially when you do searches in the, in the, I can't remember what they call it. They'll start showing more in your searches of even people that are, or, accounts that, that you don't necessarily follow, but is of the type that you follow. So whatever, all of these things have, have algorithms and most of them eventually, once they get to a magic number, like Facebook did, they'll start pushing advertising, pushing advertising. Again, why I tell my clients <clears throat> know why you're on Facebook or any social. Okay. And in most cases, the only reason to be on social is to be social and to push your, your persona, right. As a business does, as I like to say that Kentucky fried chicken uh, has Colonel Sanders, right? So I'm Colonel Sanders of spider juice technologies. Coach Tim SEO is, is a, a sub brand of that, right? You're, if you're a one man army, one woman army, or you have a whole company uh, like Colonel Sanders does, or he was kind of, you know, he was the figurehead of it, but you, you get what I'm saying. Steve Jobs, uh, be the front person, be the, the personality behind it. And it adds value to what it is that, that you do. Um, so again, I, the, the, so there's, we got to understand what are, why are we doing this? Why are we doing social media? Why am I doing a video? right? Because I could rank it in Google. I can get to the first page of Google, A. B, I could cut this up. The way I do it is I make them evergreen, right? I talk about subjects that, that go on, you know, will be around the internet 10, 20 years from now, right? It, it's, it's rooted in psychology and things that, that don't change uh, or just knowing how the rules work. Um, so, like I say in almost every console at the beginning of learning how to do content is 
regurgitate what your clients ask you. Because if they're asking, then somebody else is asking. And a lot of the stuff, if you've been around as long as I have, a lot of stuff I've, I've forgotten more than, I, than, than most people know about SEO, right? Now, I'm, hey, I still have my guys that I look to that are uh, very technical and, and stuff like that because, you know, that's not where I'd rather spend my time. I'd rather spend my time uh, doing other things and servicing my clients, servicing my, my, my website, servicing uh, and teaching. So uh, what happened today on, on, the, uh, on the console? What happened today was I had, uh, during the holidays, <coughs> excuse me, during the holidays, I had, uh, I, I had done, went into a, uh, one of my clients who does his own uh, content most of the time, but I showed him, I wrote up a, an article. Actually, I think I went into the article when I was teaching him the Gutenberg stuff. And I'm like, well, since we're here, let me, let me do a couple things. And I goosed up his, his article. Um, it was about a specific area and mentioned a specific building that's being renewed in that area. And that building will uh, uh, more than likely when it's remodeled will be named after the old, e either officially the contractor will, re will name it the old name, the XYZ building, which is what it, you know, it's something like that right now called, or just the locals will name it that. It's the old XYZ building, right? It'll, it'll still stick. It just, it, and why I know that is because a lot of the other ones in this particular part of the world uh, sticks like that. Um, so I went and grabbed the old, the, the GMB map and embedded it into his page along with the photo from the map. Adding relevance to that content. See what I'm doing? Adding relevance and adding authority. There is no bigger authority on the internet than Google. If you want to rank in Google. Got me? So he's like, oh, that's cool. I could do that. I'm like, yeah, it, it actually adds real relevance to your article and it keeps people at bay. Another thing that he does is he's pulling videos from uh, uh, if you're in, if you if you do any marketing locally and you're flexible on, on your content, doesn't the, the uh, there's no branding or stuff that you worry about. You, you can bring in other uh, creators works or create your own but if you don't have a lot of videos say that you've created which he's i've got him committed to doing those um because there's nothing better than you and i said you don't have to do the whole walkthrough through the neighborhood like i i've seen uh in my town here torrance there's people uh and a lot of them are, are realtors who got the idea that that i tell most local people and most local people are realtors that that see themselves as locally oriented even you know restaurants they don't for whatever reason they don't 
go into the local part of it. Or even there's a uh, a new cosmetic surgeon down the street on Torrance Boulevard. And I kind of looked into their stuff. They're not really doing the Torrance angle or the old Torrance angle. And uh, it that constantly befuddles me why a company won't do that. Because why did you put your company there unless you want Torrance people? Now, the restaurant might want Torrance businesses that employ hundreds of people like Honda and want them to come to the, okay, I get it. Um, but uh, you see what I'm saying? So uh, he, so there's, there's, in a lot of cities, people doing a drive-through, right? The driving through Torrance, driving through South Torrance, driving through, there's always something. There's so much content out there. If you do the search, you can find somebody who has a video on something similar to what you're talking about. In this case, the XYZ building or the area of the XYZ building. I saw one in New York not too long ago. Somebody's drives up and down the streets of Upper East Side, Upper West Side, you know, et cetera. Um, Hell's Kitchen, right? And what you do when you do that is you're adding relevancy to whatever article blog that you have. Uh, you now, I, I told them, I said, I'd rather it be your channel, but if it's not, you're still embedding the relevancy and you're embedding the, uh, uh, the authority of the, uh, the area and the content. So driving the streets in New York in Hell's Kitchen, right? Or whatever. And there's people that do that, right? Especially places that are historical. Um, uh, I'm in old torrents. They call it old historical torrents. So people go, oh, this, so, this movie was, you know, right down the street. Uh, uh, I think Black Flag, the punk band, used to practice, right? That's something that someone might want to talk about. Uh, NWA, the rap, uh, gangster rap, one of the first ones out of the shoot in the 90s, recorded and Easy E, I think his name was. I wasn't a big fan, but they 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 did all their recordings right down the street in a in a studio that's still here. I like to talk about the content of across my street, just that way. Um, one day I was looking at something, trying to read it in the sidewalk. What is this? And it said something like "train crash, 1991." Out peaks my my neighbor. And she's been here forever and a day. And she goes, do you know what you're looking at? No, what are we, what is this? Oh, there's a train crash here. And they had the, it was toxic chemicals or whatever that was in the train. And they, they would zoom through, through town uh, back then. And they finally flipped it. And uh, so there's a story, right? And, and people don't talk enough, especially realtors about the stories of the town. I've advocated the realtors all the time. Get back to old school farming. And you could do the same thing if you're a lawyer or whatever, yeah, uh, to, to just show tentacles in the community. And that's going to be important going downstream. Going downstream, if, if, if you can't show 
that you care about where you're at. And sure, you might be a lawyer down the street, the office is there, and you're taking big clients in downtown LA or Wilshire or whatever. Cool, man. But why should I care about you in Torrance? I live right down the street. I don't, what do you do for me other than take up space? And people are starting to think that way. After the last two years, we're looking for tentacles. The anti-corporatocracy movement, like it or not, is going to grow because people are getting tired of authoritarianism, which is partly why they're exiting uh, the social media companies, trying to find another answer. And the problem is, is as I'm going to say in the report, there is no answer. The social, social area of that used to be Facebook that we enjoy on a personal level, I don't think we'll ever come back again. Um, there may be hope in blockchain and creating decentralized uh, hubs, uh, like the comedian JP Sears has created a, a blockchain called uh, gozion.com. And there's a waiting list that's still in, in beta, but you can subscribe. 12 bucks to go on to social media. What? That's absurd. I got to pay for this? You do pay for it. <laughs> like being shadow banned and being advertised to. You are the product on social media, not if you do it through decentralization. So that could help build uh, communities again, right? And still, there still is some community within the groups, say, of Facebook and, and other groups like LinkedIn and, and whatnot. Uh, but again, the uh, the point is when you have socialization in social media, then you can get business from your persona. Now, what does that mean? Well, people all the time will go into these social media things and start selling wrong. You have no rapport. The worst thing on earth, I think, and it's being advocated in my industry and others is to push uh push dming people i.e dm spam instant message spam you've gotten it already i've gotten it it's a prediction of mine it's going to skyrocket this coming year so how do you get your message you know people are going to start getting burned out a lot of the things that work is because we're not used and we're not blind to seeing stuff so why I uh, mess seeing messages, right? If you see the same thing over and over, like in DMs, you'll start ignoring it. And there's DMs I've noticed of, of people that are friends that uh, would normally answer. And it's, they're not looking at their DM thing, messenger in Facebook and, and some of the others. So what do you do? Well, what do you do is, Go somewhere where people actually will pick it up, pick up their 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 mail, so to speak, and you uh, they'll at least look at it. Maybe on the way to the trash can, and that's a direct response mailing. Maybe you add that to the mix. Some of the more sophisticated ways, again, on the uh, on the local thing, is you can run ads. You can do something called geofencing, which 
uh, we're just now getting into where if you're the realtor and you want to farm your area, your geo area, you put a fence around it. And it's not, I, I wouldn't suggest doing that, by the way, just as I said, it's not very targeting. Um, you you want to target it and retarget with, with this approach. But that's generally speaking the way to go about it. Um, uh, what's the other way? Um, so, and then you want to come up for those terms in your little geo area. Uh, what essentially my client that I was consulting this morning is attempting to do on a big blog that handles all the areas in his marketplace that he blogs about, that he creates content about. He just hasn't done some of these things that, uh, that can add power and relevancy, like the map. Uh, uh, I told him, I said, make a whole thing, uh, a whole page, just and, and leave the, the business part out of it. But talk about things to do. Talk about, you know, not the, uh, the location, you know, and that even includes the geolocation for, for Google to get all excited about use the various words so one of the things that i told him was i said look i go back a long time in this game and i will argue with anybody that i was the first guy at least in the real estate niche to use directories and subdirectories and subdirectories going down real deep to a point where that initial that at some point, like around 2004 and five, they, they started calling it hyperlocal, right? So uh, as an example that I explained to them, uh, you know, hyperlocal in Torrance would be Marble Estates, which is part of South Torrance, or Braemar, which is part of, um, Braemar is part of, I'm going to call it Old Torrance. I'm not even sure if it really is Old Torrance or not. But it's a community behind gates that was built in Old Torrance. So does do these terms get looked for? Yes, but it also adds relevancy, right? You, you're actually useful. This is, by the way, when I started doing this, before IDX, automated databases of, of listings that would come up. So... And because of that, for a couple of years, I enjoyed having uh, uh, at the top of Google multiple, multiple for sale by owner terms, and um, and then the big boys started coming in, and somebody hacked me, and I, I just I didn't have the knowledge at that point to to, to fix things. Um, so. the The idea of long tail, short tail came up. And I said, well, I invented that too. What? Yeah, I invented long tail, short tail. I didn't call it that because my definition is better than long tail, short tail, which I explained to him was essentially the, not meant for SEO, although the SEO industry st stole it, co-opted it, and kind of took a round ball and tried to put it into a square circle. and. It, or I mean a square hole, excuse me. Um, and it, it kind of makes sense, kind of doesn't still. <clears throat> so let's let's go to what I talked about in general and specific. General and specific is I'm in Torrance. 
generalizing that out, Torrance is in the South Bay, which is part of the Santa Monica Bay. From the airport LAX to Palos Verdes Peninsula is known as the South Bay. And depending on who you are, uh, you're part of the South Bay uh, on uh, as you go east. So there's some of it. I remember when I was in real estate, I was cold calling apartments. And so this dude goes, yeah, I went South Bay. And I'm like, oh, so this town, this town, and this. No, that's not South Bay, Tim. And I'm like, it's not. <laughs> I, I, I grew up in Hawthorne, and I thought we were South Bay. We get the South Bay Daily Breeze. So depending on, on who you are, and, and the funny thing is, in that case, is, you know, there was the, the vanity uh, part of being in a, in a wealthier area. I think he was from uh, Palos Verdes or somewhere like that. Didn't want didn't want Hawthorne. That was, the, that was the ghetto, I guess, to him. <laughs> uh, as I sat in Hawthorne calling him. But uh, I digress. The whole point is that, uh, is, is that the South Bay is part of Los Angeles County. Los Angeles County is part of California. California is part of the United States. United States is part of Earth. I don't think anybody does Earth searches. But, kind of, because where you are is your world. In Torrance, Google has gotten smart enough to where they'll type in Torrance, I, I use lawyer, uh, Torrance uh, divorce lawyer, okay? But since I'm in Torrance, I might just put in divorce lawyer, right? So uh, Google has smart to know where you're at. So my search, and I'm not getting divorced. I'm just using that as an example. Okay, relax, people who know me. So um, people might in, say, Hawthorne, since I just mentioned that, type in divorce lawyer. They're going to get a different search. And part of the the fight in in local marketing is to be able to come up in that search. If I'm a lawyer in Torrance, I sure would like to come up for Hawthorne also. I could sell to them. Or as I said earlier, to Wilshire, right? That would be great. I'm in Torrance, got cheaper rent, probably why he's doing it or she is. And But I still want those Wilshire clients, those Hollywood clients. So that's the fight. So how do you go about that? That's a discussion for a different day. But that is the, that's the fight, right? I, wanna, I want Earth as a marketer. As a consumer, I want ooh, right there. <laughs> when I type something in, I want convenience right there, right? Fast food, the whole idea of fast food and, gener and uh, the baby boomers, I want it now. I want what I want. I want it now. Right? That's, we all grew up with that. You're around my age. We heard that. I'm at the end of the baby boom, by the way. So I want what I want. Well, I want it now. Uh, everybody else since wants what they want, and they want it yesterday. I don't need anything but my own convenience. And so we have raised a, a system of narcissists that want nothing but convenience. Like a lot of people might have watched the beginning of this video and walked away. This is too damn long, man. I don't have time. And they, and they bail. Why? Because it's not convenient. Never mind the 
the truth bombs I'm, I'm dropping on. But it's also why I'm, I'm going to start cutting these up. So we, the consumer, who there's been a study, I think it was Microsoft. It, it was kind of funny, but disgusting at the same time. We literally have less than the, the attention span of a goldfish. And so you have to market to that, right? So that's why you go to TikTok. Because there's people there that are looking for titillation. Quick that, right? So you might use, drop the snippet, the Hugh Jackson snippet, right? Or three or four or five, he dropped a lot. So I'll cut that up, drop it in. All the chit chat and all the BS is, is, is whittled out. Same with this. Right. Might talk about long tail, short tail, specific, general. So I talked about Earth. That's way general. Right. Let's tighten it down to specific torrents. And really, that's what I want. I want to market in torrents. Right. Whatever it is I'm selling. Red widgets, red widgets, torrents, torrents, torrents high school. <laughs> um, but then I can go more specific if I'm in torrents. There's four areas of torrents. The areas South Torrance, West Torrance, North Torrance, and where I'm at, Old Historical Torrance, as it's called often. For some areas like New York, we're not that historical, right? We've only been around 100 you know, some odd years. Right? Big deal. But there is a lot of history, especially in California, right? A, a friend of mine was uh, asking me, we're talking about historic stuff in, in, in Hollywood and, and some of that in LA and hotels. And he gave me a, some places to, to look at on, on Instagram. And by the way, those kind of places on Facebook and Instagram groups or, or themes that people do are great for discovering local things, local things to talk about that you might want to cover within your uh, your market because people oftentimes, again, they go on to social media to get titillated, not to learn how to do content like we are right now, right? Um, although some people are just sick of their bad content and they want great content. And so they might have found this post. So let's go specific. In South Torrance, there's a place called Seaside Ranchos. And Seaside Ranchos has some of LA's best Christmas decorations, maybe the best, in LA every year. Other than COVID, they didn't do it. There's some topical local stuff that someone might trip on and go, oh, yeah, I like this, this doctor or I like this person. They have local stuff and very there's that doctor doing community work in seaside ranchos doing outreach or whatever i mean there's ways to attach to your community to the community that you want right the prospects that you want you could target ads to that community right? facebook uh, google geofence etc and you could get uh, organic you learn need to learn to repurpose everything is optimization i don't want to go to facebook on my business page right i don't want to go there and type it out 
because no one's going to see it. I don't care if you have a thousand visitors. If you have a thousand visitors, and I've been tracking this for probably two or three years with tracking soft, you're probably only getting 5% interact. Uh, I can't remember what they call it, but interacting with it essentially with the post, maybe 20. If it's really a hot topic, like I track some uh, political stuff where there's a lot of emotion or as they say, sentiment. And it's going to be at best 20, 25% on that. And they're not selling anything except their, their point of view. So if you got red widgets to sell, services to sell, then you might want to think about doing some of these things and, and hacking your process so that create it once and you have lots and lots of versions of it. And I call that, I alluded to it earlier with my clients, your FAQs. What are people asking you on a daily basis? Write about it. This is, that's what got me to do this. I, I was going to do goals and I'm like, oh God, I don't want to do another, you know, we've all heard and read, and, you know, goal setting and here's the secret. Okay. I'll get into goal setting for a second before I get into long tail, short tail and end this thing. Um, goal setting is everything that's out there that teaches goal settings bullshit. Okay. Um, if you look at your greatest accomplishments ever, I doubt you wrote it down in a book. Right? Right? My greatest accomplishment that went through years to get to one of my greatest accomplishments was to be a college football player. I never wrote a thing about it. So the secret, what was it? Well, I, I talk about a whole process with when Robert Zintas uh, interviewed me. And it has to do with beliefs. It has to do with values and attaching to those values. And, and I had the, the beauty of being a child is you're able to have those. This was a goal that was set in the fourth grade. And I forgot I even said it. I told my mom, I'm going to play college football soon. As I'm watching the TV at my grandma's, I've decided my inspiration was John Wooden, who was a basketball coach. So I don't know how I turned it into football. I, I really didn't, I guess I liked the physical. I knew then I liked physicality of football. I don't really like basketball that much. I do like basketball, but uh, playing it, but uh, wasn't my thing. And, and I didn't grow up to be six foot five. So, uh, that's the secret of goals. The secret of goals is be, not do, and then you'll be, you'll have, and you'll be. It's be. And and Kendra Cleveland uh, had a whole thing on it through Max Persuasion, but that's pretty much the short the short notes. And then process it. You chunk up, you chunk down. If I'm teaching a football team how to how to play, I got to know the rules of the game. What's the point of the game? What's the outcome? What's the target you're throwing at? That's a goal. What's the target? Okay. Well, the target is a multiple, right? It's winning. Okay. Winning lots of games. Getting to the playoffs. 
getting to, you know, as Pete Carroll said when he was at SC, uh, right before the championship game that they lost, he's, they, someone goes, what would it be like if you were to win a national championship? And he says, well, we're going to evaluate what it's like after 10, 15 years of this program and look back and we can, we can assess all that. But right now we just want to compete which is a big thing that he took from John Wooden and created into his own, <clears throat> that he was going to, uh, his philosophy. And, and he had a philosophy. And, and from that philosophy, he had, that dictated the, the culture, dictates the, the, uh, the, the goals and all that. Okay, So make a goal that, that's your goal. Don't, don't go do something that, that because you're supposed to, some guru tells you to, right? Figure out how you did your college football, right? Like I did, so that you can reach your goals. You can be the person that's going to accomplish that. Now, part of my goal was to go to UCLA, play football. A. They didn't have a business school. So motivation to go there as I started getting older was lower and lower. B, they didn't recruit me. C, it might be because I was only six foot one and they like guys that are six foot four and six foot five and, you know, 280 or whatever and, and run like a deer, not me. So I had to do it the old fashioned way and, and fight and scratch. And I ended up going to Pacific and thank God they, they, they took me. Um, after going through El Camino Junior College, right? So right, we get off track on our goals. We've got to narrow it and adjust it. That's goal setting 101. Okay. And then, pro and then figure out the plan. There's some things in the plan that need to be very, whoops, very, very uh, meticulous, right? Processes. So when I teach a kid the block, get back to that or to the, to the rules of the game, I don't do a five minute, and, and this is what got me on the golden. I was going to do a five minute SEO video. And I'm like, what a bunch of BS. You can't, I've been doing this from the 90s and I don't know everything. How in the hell am I going to teach? I can't. It's, 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 it's scammy to, to even, it's clickbait to, to, to allude to that. So I'm, I, I, I didn't do it. Uh, how do you, do you have a five minute football practice or just come to the classroom? I'll teach it. We'll do an overhead and you'll get it. And we'll see you on Friday night at the game, kids. No, they go, I mean, in high school now, they, they go almost damn well all year. They start working out. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of the kids are working out in the, you know, during the holidays. And then that gets formal, I think, at the end of the month, at least in at Torrance, from what I was reading in, in uh, from the coach. Uh, and they 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 start lifting, and then then you know the field work starts almost I think right after that, or in conjunction. And everybody's a little different. They have you know this guy who runs this place now has his processes, right? He has his processes. The guy down the street at West Torrance, he's got a different process to get to the same goal. 
And the great thing about sports is that they're they're gonna some one of them's gonna have the goal at the end of the day, right? One will have the goal called the win, the other won't, or wins. That's the whole point. And so I to get to that point, I teach the kid how to block. And I gotta teach him how to set his feet up in step. To, uh, the round part to the instep and then spread it out shoulder width. And I go through a process just to remember that. I don't even have a minute stance yet. And I go through five or six or seven depending steps to just get to the point where they could put their hand down on the ground in what's called a three-point stance. Well, that's pretty anal retentive. Yeah, but it's why my guys do pretty good. Bobby Hosea, who's probably the uh, the, the top safe tackling coach in the country two hours of tackling instruction and you never tackle anybody they're bags and he why because he goes through what's they used to call progressions uh steps processes so you can start and and scott adams who who has uh one book specifically on, on success and it's mostly about goals. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, but he, he says goals are bullshit. And, and it's kind of like hyperbolic in the sense that he's saying focus on the process. Focus on the step. Because if that dude that can't get his feet right and know why it's that way, he's never going to do well on all the other stuff. Because if I got five or six th- uh, processes and sub-steps just to learn how to, s- to set your feet, imagine the steps to get to the end of the play. We haven't even started. The, ha- the snap, the hike was hasn't even been performed yet. But the more specific and anal retentive you can get on the uh, what some people would call the techniques, or the fundamentals, the more successful then you can be and correct as you go along. And then, you know, none of it's ever right. And then, and then what I like to do when I, when I teach it is I like to uh, uh, celebrate, to use a word I, I stole from Jim Mora when I interviewed him, is I want to celebrate in those, you know, let's call it 50 steps. I want to celebrate the ones that, that the, the kid did right. Because he's never going to do all of them right, right? We're humans. That part, you celebrate. So if it's yourself and you win, celebrate your wins first. Then dig into the minutia of what can I get better at? So when you're doing the goals for the year, the business planning, you know, you, you might want to do that. Figure out ways, you know, if you have a team, celebrate the wins and then go, okay, what can we, what, do, what is our goal? For this week in production, you know what? You closed, your ratio was one out of 10 presentations, uh, Mary. So how about we go go for this week from here on, we're going to get two out of 10. And we'll cheat a little. We'll actually do more than 10 presentations, right? We'll increase the, the volume. And we have, we've all been through that. If you've been in business any amount of time, you know that's how you manipulate uh, the numbers and, and, and get better that way. So 
you can chunk up if it, to use football as the example again, chunk up from the steps all the way up to the scoreboard, all the way up to the end of the year, all the way up over 10 years to use Pete's example. And you could go chunk all the way back down to the specific, to the anal retentive, which, you know, let's admit it, this is pretty anal retentive, but it's important. And celebrate those ones. Okay, let's get to the end with the um, uh, long tail, short tail. So I explained to my client, I said, long tail <clears throat> is, is bastardized by the SEO community. It's, it's, it's just bastardized. Long tail comes from, um, I'm, I'm pushing my French press. So if you can imagine that and smell the coffee, nice and warm going into my cup and uh, take a quick break. Ah, I can smell it. So, long tail was not meant for SEO. So, it's kind of been bastardized, kind of forced down. Long tail came from, I think his name's Chris Smith. If, forgive me if it's wrong. I think it was originally put out as an article in Wired Magazine. What example that stuck with me was that with the advent of you know, the birth of cheap storage, we've gone from a, a world where, say, if you go to Tower Records or Warehouse or Licorice Pizza, if you're old enough and remember those those uh, great companies, uh, we used to go and, and, and look at records, right? And I've explained to my kids the, the, the thrill of buying a record and it was this big, so it had, it had volume. Right, it had weight, it had content, and if you got a double out, oh my god, Kiss Alive too, oh my god, right, Pink Floyd. I I rode my bike, I think it was three miles to Licorice Pizza to get the Pink Floyd uh, Wall album, and I think I still have it in storage somewhere. And I I, I explained to the kids, I go, you open it, the, the artwork, you open it up and there's all this crazy art and you pull out, you pull out the liner that held the record, the, the LP. And you smell it. You remember that, right? If you're old enough, you remember doing that, right? That was part of the process. And then the liner note, what are they going to put on the liner notes? Are they putting the lyrics so we could actually read along or sing along as our songs play, right? Or Pictures and photographs of your favorite artist. So that's gone. That doesn't exist anymore. But it was pretty cool, wasn't it? So just a side note, that's what's missing in today's world. And it's going to get worse as we become less sensual, which is essentially what I just expressed, right? And then you put the album on, you're hearing it, and it gets you pumped up if you're a young kid and it's rock and roll and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Kiss, he eats fire, spits out blood, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and you get pumped. That was part of the process. How do we get that anymore? Right? It's it's sort of thin. A lot of the experiences that we get is thin. So how do we put that experience out there? Okay, so 
that still can be done through keywords, right? In, in, a, in an off way. But long tail, short tail was dude uh, goes into the record store. But the problem is if dude or dudette is not interested in rock and roll or kiss alive three, but uh, I'm making this word up. I don't know if it exists, but uh, new Orleans, such and such jazz, like a subset of, of jazz, maybe even jazz. It's not in there. Why they can't, they don't have the room to hold that album. That's so cool that I just explained. They don't have room for it, but now they do. Because there are no albums. It's a JPEG, right? Is 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 the front. And that might be all you get. Why? Because it's sitting, you know, say there's, I'm making this up, but there's 10,000 people that want the top song today or top album. There's five that want New Orleans XYZ jazz. As a, as a niche, as a category. Well, Amazon could still sell it. There's nothing off their back. It's, it's five MP3 you know, setups on their, on their uh, machine. Cloud services, it's, you know, for them, it's nothing. So <clears throat> that's long tail. It's on a graph and you got all this fat tail up here for the top 10 that we used to get at the uh, Licorice Pizza or Tower Records. And you got the long tail way over here. Let me go here, way over here. And there's only, it's, it's not enough volume to justify storing it in, in a warehouse, but it is to store it as an MP3 on a server somewhere. Okay, that's that's, really the meaning of long long tail it, you, you have more ability to offer more uh, uh more examples of of the genre that normally is so far out on the edge that nobody wants so the seo community comes along and uh, in the the directory subdirectory world they they kind of bastardized the the uh, long tail to kind of include that or, or include just obscure words that, that people use that they could find your, uh, your, your website through Google and you'll come up for this obscure word. Well, okay. Okay. One person looks at this obscure word like every 10 years, right? Is it worth writing an article around that obscure word? No. So the SEOs, the black hatters of the world, we just make thousands of pages of these long tail words that has no competition. And that's how we get some traffic. And at scale, it can make sense. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're a local business, it, it looks really crappy to have a bunch of crappy content out there. Um, so you, you probably don't want to do that. So what do you do? Well, as I explained to my, my client, I, this whole concept, they said, you know, that Google, and I, I can't remember the words, they say that every year there's thousands of brand new words that, that they have never seen before. Many of those are what we would consider long tail. <coughs> so, okay. 
Now, a lot of people would say, and this is where it gets bastardized, and I think my definition is better to understand than long tail when you're in local markets, because general specific, specific usually is, is long tail, right? So torrent or real estate, okay, Torrance real estate, uh, old Torrance real estate, Braemar old Torrance real estate, right? It's just getting longer and longer, fewer and fewer searches. Um, and that usually goes across markets in, in many cases, not always, but many cases. So you you play on that long tail, you play on that specific and, you know, tomatoes, tomatoes. But it is different because people think that they don't really understand that that it's it's better to understand the specificity than it's just to have some long ass word which is usually how it gets generalized. Oh, it just means a long word and yes and no. And so understanding the general and specific is, is a little bit, uh, it's not perfect. It just is maybe it's useful or maybe perhaps more useful. I think it's more useful, at least in the genres that I'm talking. Um, so I explain it and I said, a lot of people will, uh, since we're on the subject, he had brought it up. Uh, one of the caveats, and he's always, I'm his guy, I'm his consultant, but he's always reading and watching all the quote-unquote SEO gurus out there. And I said, listen, man, here's the problem. These guys need something to talk about. And they put together really, really good content, really well-produced, I should say, videos, well-produced blogs, constantly, consistently. And that's what you need to do, really, if you want to do, S do SEO. And that's going to make it so that they look really good for SEO and they end up ranking for SEO. And therefore, you immediately think that they're great at SEO. When in fact, maybe, I'm not saying true across the board, but maybe they're good at creating content. And so, as an example, uh, my guy, my client says, hey, so-and-so says I should do, uh, really care about, uh, uh, what do they call it? Phone search or voice, I'm sorry, voice search. Like, maybe, but you're, that would indicate that Google, it has a different search engine for voice in that it's any different well and i said the same thing about mobile until they actually said we have a mobile search engine mobile first so i believe they have a, a different search for mobile it's very similar except when your site looks bad on mobile they find that some of their algos their little check boxes don't match for mobile and you won't rank for mobile as well if on, on desktop. Uh, so note to self, make all your sites mobile first. What a concept. Um, so voice. Well, like push the button and where is the best SEO on earth? It will, if you look, go into the search bar and write, where is the best SEO on earth? 
and then you hit go. Well, what's different? You can also go to Google Docs and type into the microphone and all the words will come out. All it's doing is transcribing. There's, there's no magic. As far as I can see, I mean, if someone tell me there's something else going on, that's, a, that's as, about as simple as it gets. So what, in, what, what is the big aha? The big aha is when I do voice, I'm able to go longer. Like a lot of times I used earlier that, that, that uh, example of, uh, of short, Torrance, divorce lawyer, I think I said. And then I get lazy because I don't want to type all that into a phone. So I type in divorce lawyer. Convenience. Convenience. Go back to that thing a second ago. Divorce lawyer. Hell, I don't want to write all that. I'm sure he does. They, they all do divorce in town. I'm just going to put lawyer, attorney. So I shorten it even more. Hmm. Or out of convenience, out of laziness. I don't want to type. I got, I mean, have you seen these mitts? I mean, they're huge. I misspell all the time. I have a, one of my coaches was always talking into his phone. He would not do a normal search because he's huge, huge man, big fat fingers. It's, uh, you just don't know the struggle, you guys. <laughs> so uh, the laziness, the convenience of, of voice does create more searches that are, to use the word long tail or, uh, or, uh, or specific, certainly both. And I'd like you to think of specificity versus long tail. And the nuances are, are so similar, but very, uh, again, long tail was never meant for, for SEO. It was extrapolated out as a concept and it's useful, but also general and specific is maybe more useful. And to build, to end this up, my client, that the build that, blog post up or that area page up which everybody should have is an area page with cool places to go to maps of some of the places maps of the places and a directory to your office information relevant information now that so you, you know youtube video of uh, a photo a photo of whatever in the town geocoded in the town maybe multiple there's here's the library here's the torrance library here's the torrance civic center there's the picture i took it with my phone and i geo i made sure it was geolocated that's really bitching right and what else? Information, uh, you know, maybe the restaurants, maybe things to do, recreational things. Why should I live there? Why should I go to this town? Why should I do business there? Why I say, look at things. There's a, there's a site that I follow on Instagram that writes three or four articles 
every week or every day or whatever it is, I can't remember. You go to the site and it's things to do in Southern California. Oh my God, I, I've learned so much. Like I did when I was talking to my pal and he's talking about Hollywood and all the cool spots. He goes, you haven't been there? You're kidding me. You know, and, and well, I grew up in LA, so I'm not, I'm not like people that are from outside that might be impressed by the different Hollywood stuff. Um, that's just an LA thing. Uh, but there's these things all over the place that you can talk about. Right. There's in, in LA, there's, you know, some of the hotels that have been around forever. There's always talks of hauntings. That place is haunted, you know, whatever. And I wouldn't talk about that if I was selling real estate, but it is interesting, right? It, it is interesting. And, and then the, what has gone on with over the years, the famous people that have gone in, in and out of these, this restaurant in, in Hollywood. So that's what you want to do is build up these, these areas in your site that are about the area or just maybe it's a blog post and it's just a little piece about the great train crash in Old Torrance, right? Maybe it's that. Put maps, put pictures, put video, all that you can. Now, he, the guy I talk about, at the beginning of COVID, we had a lot of lockdown. We did a lot of talking, a lot of consulting. He went from one minute that they stayed on his site to three minutes. He's now at six minutes, over six minutes per visit. And he told me today, he goes, I really think it's because of what you told me to do, which is put videos in. So a little lesson on videos. First rule is make them your own videos. If you can. And uh, we do that in numerous ways for clients, right? We'll do, you could do this kind of thing. I've interviewed clients and then that gives me content, text, gives me video, audio, et cetera. Cut it up, it's, you know, on and on. Uh, syndicate it out video, and you get links, right? Uh, you get descriptions, you get phone numbers. You all of a sudden, when you syndicate out on some of the podcasts, you have reach that you didn't have before. You're in a world that you weren't in before. When you do videos, you're in a world that you're not in, you weren't in before. The world is going to video. More and more people are going to be on this channel on, on YouTube and, and the others that you may not have even talk, heard about. Bitch shoot, Rumble, Vimeo. Uh, uh, Rofku, I think it's called. Um, and then kind of niche video things, membership things, Patreon, locals, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And these are places that you can get links from that you can get audience from. And so it's like I said, I'm, I'm, I put some stuff over on, uh, Rumble. So what I'm going to do next, probably the next video is start getting into some of, where are these other places? Where are these other authority places that can make it so that you can be in your tentacles out there? Uh, 
as far as I'm concerned, social media is not a great place for conversation anymore. Anywhere I've looked, everybody in the conservative world, the righties are going to get her. Um, I don't see conversation. I see blasting. Okay, blasting is not social media. It's blasting, but it's all we got in a lot of cases. Uh, and so you want to know what it is that you're doing. I'm always for a conversation because I can build, you, you enter the, as Dave Lacani taught me years ago, 2007, I think it was, you enter the conversation, you participate in the conversation, and then you lead the conversation. And you can go to old school forums that are, you know, niche relevant, and they're still out there. Even Google has old school forums. You can go to hybrids of social media stuff. Here's a secret. Okay. Go take a picture. Like the other day, uh, I had to pick somebody up at the airport. It's pouring down rain here in LA and everything's delayed. And I'm driving up and down Sepulveda Boulevard, which is near the uh, airport. But I'm not going in because I don't want to get into that traffic jam and that mess and just then to have to do it again because they're not at the, at the gate yet. So I go back and forth and we're texting them to try to time it out. And I'm finally, I'm like, you know what? So my daughter's with me. I go, let, let me buy you a drink. I've, that's kind of a, a thrill to buy your, your kid a drink, right? Have a drink. So we go to Rock and Brew, which is um, in El Segundo, which is a town right next to uh, the airport. And I say, uh, we order, we order the drinks and we chat with the nice bartender. And, uh, and then of course, as soon as we get the drink, we get the call that they're at the gate, of course, shoot it down, baby. And, uh, so we, uh, we had over there and, uh, uh, and we, I took a quick couple pictures out front. Now, I could have done a selfie. I, I did. I could have done a selfie. Now I'm a Google local guy, secret, many times over. And so I like putting pictures up of where I go up into the, uh, to either my client sites or to the site I'm at. And I could have taken a picture. And I'm out front with my daughter even, right? And then go into the reviews and give a positive or a negative review. And I don't even really need the picture, but I'm just adding for relevance. I can put up a picture of my shirt, Spider Juice SEO on top of it and advertise myself. There's not a damn thing they can do about it. Because in the end, it's not their site. It's Google's. Google has a problem with it. Google will take care of it. No, they won't. So I'll leave you with that. Um, be kind, be nice to people. Uh, we're, we're living in crazy times and uh, hopefully my stuff can help you be uh, uh, to, to see the sanity 
and, and all of the world and to uh, make it better for you in your business, make it better for your clients in your business. So everybody, everybody wins. And, uh, and that's really what this whole game's all about. And hopefully I added some sanity to some of the preconceptions that we all have of how to do this, this internet thing, whether you want to do SEO or not, understand some of these words that we've used over the years, they become cliches, then they become useless. And sometimes we need to specify and get down to the real granular level of what some of this stuff is. And hopefully uh, this kind of reframes some of the, the way you see the internet and marketing, and hopefully uh, it helps you be successful. And uh, I'd love to be successful with you. If, if you need help, just call us 310-533-9145. And uh, for consults, uh, full-on SEO, Google my business type stuff, uh, and so forth and so on uh, with all the uh, the other things that come with, with SEO from linking, content creation, etc. Have a great day.